Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. I'm Beth Murray, and this is One Torn Every Minute, the podcast where we talk about giving birth. Today, I'm joined by the wonderful performer and writer, Abby Burdess. Hi! It is I, Abigail Burdess. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Um, Abby, let's dive straight into your birth oh now. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> oh, give us a run-up, why don't you? No, 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 let's go straight for it. Um, and start by, can you firstly summarise... How many times you've given birth and when? I have birthed two humans uh, eight years ago and nearly ten years ago. And what gender are these humans? They are females. Female humans. Female humans. Um, Eight years ago and ten years ago, is that right? Yes. Are you over it? No. There you go. No. No. Not at all, no. I wouldn't ask you ever to choose your favourite child, but I think... (laughs) I am I think going I know to... who it is. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> this is not about children. Yeah. This is about birth. Yeah. So I am going to ask you, what is your favourite birth? And by favourite, I sort of mean most gruesome slash interesting. I, I, I think my, the second birth is probably more gruesome. Really? Because yeah. once you've done it once, the the fir- you know you do yeah. the first one, and then the second one's supposed to be a doddle. I mean, the first one was amazingly bad, <laughs> but the the second one was probably worse. Okay, so we're concentrating on the second oh, one. Oh, okay. But we'll dabble. We'll <laughs> okay. dabble. We'll cross reference. Okay, great. The first. Great. But we'll focus on the second because that gives a nice narrative arc. Okay. Um, this is really you're really want in the nitty gritty. This is oh yes, after. and I w- okay. I will right correspondingly share Ooh. relevant details from my own two births. Okay. So mm-hmm. this is going back eight years then. Yeah. So you were something of a pro. You'd already done it already. Yeah, I'd done it once, and so I kind of thought the first one was very long. Mm-hmm. How long? 42 hours. Yeah, so I was expecting it to be quite long. So I was digging in. I was like, oh, it's not starting yet. No, don't worry. Don't worry. It's not starting yet. It's not starting yet. Um, and it had definitely started. So by the time I actually got to the hospital, it was uh, about an hour later that I gave birth. So it was, oh, hang on. We're jumping yeah, ahead. Yeah. So that, yeah. mm, that's very intriguing. So when yeah. you... So do you think you didn't realize it had started because you were just really hardcore after the first time or uh, I think I was I think I was trying not because the first time I went to the hospital too early and then this I, is a common problem yeah so the second time I was like trying not to make a fuss and in fact I went shopping I went to try I was like oh, I'm just going to go and buy a coke and I was like having quite a lot of labor pains and so I was I sort of walked halfway down the road and then my husband went yeah, I, I think you're sort of 
get in uh, labour. So I think maybe you shouldn't shouldn't be trying to buy a Diet Coke. Maybe you should just go home and I'll go and buy the Diet Coke. Who bought the Diet Coke? He bought. He went and bought the Diet Coke, but by the time he'd bought it, it was like we were... I was like, uh... So he went out literally 10 minutes down the road and then by the time he came back, I was on the floor, hands and knees going, it's coming now. So he and could actually, he could have yeah. missed the birth. He could have missed the birth by for getting the, for the Diet Coke, yeah. So it was like, and they were about a minute apart by then. So I was like, yeah, So just sorry. to delve into the first birth, yeah. because the going going to the hospital early. Do you want to know this? You really want to know this? Yeah. Oh my God, okay. So going to the hospital early is a big thing. Yeah. Because we all get told in NCT or whatever you do to prepare that you have to wait. And it's something like till the contractions last a minute and a five minutes apart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so everyone does that, but sometimes that doesn't really mean anything. So you get to the hospital and yeah. you just get turned away. So on the first one, I had I had, be, I had laboured an entire like night before I went to the hospital. So I was like, I've done my bit because yeah. I've been in labour and I've been like in the bath by myself. But I've been trying to keep it quiet so my because my husband had to go to work that morning. Did you think he was actually going to go to work? He did go to work. What? When? Yeah, when I was in labour. Yeah, he had to go to. <laughs> he had to go to work, and he did two scenes. Where so there are two scenes of Peep Show. Is my husband's in Peep Show, which are filmed with him, like while I was in labour. Oh my god! I really need to know which those scenes. Uh, are. I know. So I, I want should... to go look and look back at them and think. Yeah. Can you see from his face slightly pained expression that he that... knew? But I had been all, already in labour the whole night, like by myself, trying to keep quiet so Rob could sleep, and then he went. <laughs> it was so bad, and then, uh, but they rearranged all the filming to give him a weekend off. Oh, that was so good of them. Yeah, so he got two, three days off, um, with when he had the baby so and then he had to go back to work again wow three day paternity a three leave. day paternity leave you got <laughs> that's and, great <laughs> and uh yeah they'd specially arranged it It was quite hard for them to arrange that long so you labored yeah. that first time you labored all night and then you went in and then i went in in the morning and i i had got a but my birth partner was my friend breed so i'd gone can you come with me and so i'd called her up and it was like 5 a.m and i was like can you come over because i'm definitely having the baby and rob's got to go to work <laughs> And she was like, no problem, ducky. And she kept saying, um, what's that thing from Car- the Gone with the Wind? She kept going, I don't know nothing about birthing babies. Just because she thought it was hilarious. I thought you were going to say, she would kept saying, frankly, my dear, don't, don't give, give a, a damn. damn. <laughs> that would have been. But that also, was Rob filming also, people Yeah, exactly. So he was <laughs> off and then... My best mate was just kept making jokes about it. So she just, and I, I was, uh, and I was like, I've got to go in. I've got to go into the hospital. So this is the first one. I'm not meant to be doing the first one. I, I know it's just yeah. interesting. I've got to go into the hospital. So I, I called a cab to go into the hospital. And then I had a labour pain while I was on the phone. And then they went, ooh, we're not insured. So... I can't take you in if you're in labour. And I was like, how am I supposed to get into the... Am I, what, yeah, how are how you? Because we went in a cab and he t- and the cab driver told Tom to stay away from me for three months after the birth because I'd be disgusting. Nice. What a lovely I really thing. appreciated that. Oh. So cab drivers going to hospitals. Yeah. Not popular. Well, did he follow that advice, Tom? Uh <laughs> I think I wanted him to stay away from me. For yeah, exactly. Three after so it, it was, was perfectly fine. fine. It yeah. was perfectly fine. Um, so how did he get there then? If I ended up having to go in an ambulance, but they said it's not. 
an emergency. Yeah, so, it's a waste of resources. So it's a waste of resources. So we're just we're only going to go by because we're we're going by anyway. Like so, I was I was so all for going hit. on the I was all for going on the tube, and Breed was like, "You cannot go on the tube because you are having labour pains." So I was like, "It would actually have been better if I'd gone on the tube." Because if you give birth on the tube, your kid gets free travel for its <gasps> entire life. I read that somewhere. I think it's true. No way. Which is almost worth kind that, of hanging out on it, the underground. <laughs> That is a valuable gift. So that nearly happened. Yeah. Um, so I went. I went sort of hitched a lift in the ambulance, but it was like an hour and a half in the ambulance, even though it was just it was literally a ten minute journey. I should have walked. I should have gone on the tube anyway. So by the time I got in there, I think something to do with the horror of going in the ambulance and also the fact that my husband was in work really slowed it down. Shut you down. Yeah. So I think it just shut it down, and then it was grindingly slow. So I think I think that's what happened. Yeah. Well, so I think went, most yeah. of us have experienced that horror of getting to the hospital and getting turned away again, and sort oh, of being on your hands yeah. and knees begging to yeah. be let in. But um, <laughs> <laughs> they let me in. They let me in because I was far enough gone. But then it was. But then it was like you know I can't remember. Twenty four hours after that. Yeah, that so is quite that's long, quite a marathon yeah. birth. It was quite a marathon. Yeah. So back to the second Sorry, time yeah. round. <laughs> so second time round. Um, you're leaving it as long as possible, possibly over-egging that pudding. Too long. I left it too long. Yeah. And then, but this time I'd taken the precaution of getting a cab driver who knew that I was going to be in labour and he was primed and he said, I have no problem taking a woman in labour. And so I called him up and he was so sweet and he was like, I'm coming right now. And it was all, you know. It oh, was, that man is a hero. Yeah, it was lo- he was so lovely. He was so lovely. And then, and I remember driving and we drove through and it was, it's only like 10, 15 minutes to the hospital or whatever. Um, but he was really nice. And he was, he was saying, don't worry, it's fine if you have it in the back and everything. Because I really was like very, very close. And he was like, you're going to oh, have wow, this he baby. was a hero. He was such a hero. Were you tempted to give uh, your kid his name or something yeah i shall call you marvin child no <laughs> that would have Good been job nice. it was a girl. <laughs> yeah um yeah so we yeah but i got in and they and then they let me in yeah. and uh at the hospital what kind of room had you gone for you, had you gone for birth pool or uh, all the drug ward or by the time i got in there they was like they were so far they were just trying to do the paperwork it was just the normal whatever it was in uch Whatever they're Oh, yeah, I gave birth yeah. there. Oh, did you? It's nice there. It's nice, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. I so got the birth, uh, the second time around, I got the birth pool suite, which are quite Ooh. zen and spa like. Is that, is that, was that something you wanted? Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't think I wanted anything by that point, but you know, I guess. I didn't want experience. a baby. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I wanted to push it back in and forget it had ever happened. But I guess if you're going to have to, then, you know, a nice sort of jacuzzi is, yeah. is the way forward. But you just went to the There was just a normal, ward. whatever the labour ward was. Because it's, it's right opposite, in, in the UCH, it's right opposite the, uh, whatever the medical bit is. The maternity bit is right opposite the medical bit. So if something goes wrong, yes. you can be shunted in to have a caesarean really quickly, which is thought was good I didn't realize that so when I was in the birth pool yeah and I decided I couldn't take it anymore I said I want an epidural and they said yeah that's absolutely fine of course you can have an epidural but we just have to get you onto a trolley and then we have to take you down a floor so that we can get you into the room where we can give you the epidural okay and I thought well I mean I can't do that it's not so, worth it no so okay. I'm, I'm gonna have to just stay here and stick it out I didn't realize that you should go to the floor below so that you can get the drugs instantly oh right okay i didn't know that either well um no i didn't because i didn't get an epidural i didn't so for the second one i got just i got 
By the time I got there, I could just have gas and air because it was too... But you were too late for, yeah, for the epidural. Too have late. you had an epidural no, in the past? No, never, no. Oh, right. So you are hardcore. <laughs> no pain relief. <laughs> yeah, well, I had. I would have had pain relief. It wasn't a decision. I got. I had the had the heroin the first time. You know, they give you pethidin. Is that heroin? It's heroin, pure heroin. So they... Is it yeah. really? Why do they call it pethidin? Because it sounds... But Brand-wise. Because they're not going, we're injecting you with some heroin now? Pethidin is heroin? It's heroin, yeah. Yeah. I feel like, in retrospect, I should have enjoyed that more. Yeah, but you you don't enjoy it because you're in so much pain that it just takes the edge off the pain instead of, like, if you had it when you weren't giving birth, you'd be like, whoa, this is amazing. So I've had heroin. Yeah. Wow. I think so. Pethidin, yeah, we should, we should Google it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll look that up later. Um, yeah. So I had the heroin the first time just to allow me a bit of a rest because I'd been up for, like, two nights. So I hadn't slept for three yeah, it's days. It's the exhaustion having yeah. to do that. When you are so exhausted yeah. and on your knees, and then yeah, and that and that one, yeah, no, I'm, I'm flipping between the births. But then the second one, when I went in, uh, it was just they were just trying to fill out the paperwork before I had her. They were just like <laughs> nothing like, like a bit of admin. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh, I'm trying to do the admin. Like, yeah. So you had the heroin, um, um, yeah. and gas. That, and that air? was it. That was in the first one, yeah. With and gas and air, the first one, yeah. How did you find gas and air? I. Th- I think it gave me toothache. Did it hurt your teeth? No, I don't remember that. I think the first yeah. time around I didn't know how to use it, so I was kind of hyperventilating into the mask. Right. And going, it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And then the second time around I you kind of got it the, a bit yeah. better. And it, it, yeah, I, I know, because everyone kept going, oh, haven't you had the classes? And I was like, what classes? What no, are you no, talking no. about? There have been no classes. And they were like, yeah, you're meant to have had a class. I, I had one morning with the hospital. Sorry, I'm getting what? overexcited. Oh, and I didn't even get the morning down. with the hospital. What There's was a morning you could book in for a morning with the hospital where they told you, you know, that your that your baby would probably be born facing your bum hole and stuff oh. like that. And you're like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that they were born facing the bum hole and like just details like that. Where you, I don't know how useful yeah, really, that is. What to can know you do with that information? Just some information. So I was just, you know, cracking the funnies and make it, you know, and then not really listening to how you're meant to breathe or whatever. But they didn't really tell I'm you. Sure, they didn't talk about gas and air. We had um, one where they passed around laminated sheets of pictures of blood, like the bloody aftermath of birth. I'm not quite sure why. I think it was, you know, to tell you it was going to be gory. And there was one woman who had a phobia about blood and she put her fingers in the, her ears and went la, 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 la when they were talking. Oh, wow. I thought, you are not going to get on well. No. Did you, did you see that woman again? Nope. No. I always wonder how she got on. But no, I don't remember a gas and air lesson. But it there would was, be good uh, yeah, to have one. Yeah, well, I didn't remember one either. So either I missed it or it didn't happen. And then, yeah, so I didn't. I wasn't very good at it. But I got, I got the hang of it quite well because I was because I had breed the first time. And breed love, was, is she she's, Scottish? She sounds very she's soothing. Scottish. She was very Scottish. So she did a lot of just kind of. She did. She was like, oh, it's like acting. It's like acting. So because of doing the breath exercises. So she was like, you'll be able to do this. You just have to do like in on, in on four and out on four. And so she was like counting me with the gas and air. And she was very nice. Yeah, and that's she's what like, you yeah, need. Somebody that, yeah. who looks she into was, your eyes and makes you do it. Yeah, she was really good. And she she was she was amazing. She has she used to work with Mother Teresa cutting off like lepers feet and stuff. What? Yeah. So she when she was a teenager, she used to cut off people's bits and pieces in yeah so she's like had no she has no that's like the best qi fact ever. <laughs> <laughs> your she's birth partner, partner used to cut, cut off, off lepers and feet. so she had no she doesn't have a 
you know, she doesn't get freaked out by stuff. No, no shit. So she was like, it's absolutely fine. So, I mean, you know, when you, like, the waters break and all that. And, like, the waters break on TV. You're always like, oh, it's the waters break. Oh, there's a little bit of water. And, like, when the waters broke for me, it was literally just like there was just... It's a gush. It's a gush. It's like a foul-smelling river <laughs> that comes out of you. It's yes. like, what is this stuff? And But she was fine. She was just, like, literally catching it in a bucket. That is nothing to a leper's rotten old No, foot. she was like, it's fine. I've seen it all before. Wow. Yeah. So she, uh, yeah, so she was absolutely great. And then my husband came. He finished filming Peep Show. <laughs> so nice of him to turn oh, out. Hi, hi, how's things going? <laughs> yeah, so he was a bit late. So you had yeah. your two people yes, uh, with you at the time. And this second time around, you've had gas and air, but no heroin? So the second time around, I'd had no heroin. Second time around, I had nothing but gas and air. And then I got in. I, don't, I, I will cry if I talk about it. But, uh... God, it's funny, isn't it? Yeah. Eight years, ten years. It. No, yeah, it's uh, really weird how it stick. How how you both completely forget in one way, but then sometimes you it can completely come back to you. Yes. in a rut. Well, yeah. like a rush of waters breaking. Yeah, it was so. I then I was having her, and I was like, I'm having her now, and they they and they checked and they had looked and they went, oh, she's like something's gone wrong. So you have to have you have to have a now, and I was like, okay, or what? And then they went, or nothing. So they were, they were going, or she's going to die. Couldn't so, they have done an emergency? No, because I was like, so they said you just have to have her in the next ten seconds, or she's gonna. Bloody hell! Yeah, it was so frightening, and so it was just a meconium thing. And she had the um, oh, so yes. she'd shat herself inside me, which was so nice. But also she had a the the cord, the cord around her neck. I don't know. Oh, I forgot what. Oh, this is like yes. Yeah, so she had the cord around her neck, and so I just had to have. Then so I just had her, and it was fine. So that's the the you know the big push. Yeah. So did, so I did that. Do you want to know this? Is this the sort of detail you want to know? Well, so I, had I think it's important to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. I guess someone could stop listening if they found it. <laughs> they found it too much. Too much. Yeah. And so she came really suddenly, and then they took her away to check she was okay. And I felt so f- sort of floaty and unconnected. Yeah. And um, really not... Because when my first baby was born, I just... Everything was amazing. It was amazing giving birth. Did you really have that feeling yeah. the first time around? Yeah, the first time around, it was just like the best, the best you, feeling. The euphoria, because I never felt that. And yeah. I, I've always been a bit like, did I do something wrong? Or what, why wouldn't I feel that rush? Is it what what but what happened to stop the rush? Do you think? Um, Sorry. Possibly, you know, being drugged up and it being so awful. Okay. So, how, what drugs had you taken? I mean, you're going to have to tell this every time you do this. No, no, and I want to try and throw in different <laughs> details each time so nobody gets bored of my my births. I mean, I ha- I had pretty much everything the first time around, so I'd had an epidural, which I wouldn't recommend, even though you know it does Help. stop the pain. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I, I do distinctly remember not feeling that euphoria. Yeah, maybe it was the heroin. Maybe that was heroin euphoria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I definitely feel like I missed out on the heroin euphoria. But um, so I'm. I'm kind of really intrigued that first time yeah. that you did get that. Yeah, I that got it absolutely. Rush. And after, and I, I, yeah, the sort of insane happiness. And I remember that my husband brought me a nectarine. 
and I ate this nectarine after I'd given birth and I was just like I hadn't eaten anything for three days or whatever because yeah. you can't and uh, and I was just so that was that was a good feeling <laughs> eating a nectarine simple things yeah well you get used to that once you're a parent you know finding pleasure <laughs> in really simple things really so you know things. that's starting yeah. that process Hello, I'm John Holmes, and yes, The Last Thing You Need is another podcast that takes apart a television show and hacks through it like a cough going through a pensioner. Except wait, because this is The The One Show show in which myself and my guests force ourselves to watch a week's worth of TV's The One Show and then analyse it all in far too much detail. It sounds like a terrible idea, and it is for us. But for you, it's entertainment gold that's all over a programme you yourself have no intention of ever watching. The The One Show show, every Tuesday and Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So second time round, you you didn't feel that good because obviously there was a bit of an emergency. Because going of the emergency, on. and then they gave me the you know the injection to make you have the afterbirth. To yes. Birth the afterbirth. So this is what I was I was looking at to reacquaint myself. This is the third stage of labor, labor placenta yeah. delivery. Yeah. Um, where they inject you to get things going. Yeah, and apparently I don't. Not, I hope not. UCH won't sue me for saying so but I think they gave it to me too quickly it had been so fast and then they gave me the injection straight away partly I think because I prompted them and I was like don't I get an injection now and they were oh yeah oh and uh so but it was everything closed closed up so I didn't give birth to the placenta so I'd given birth to her and I had her but I hadn't given birth to the placenta and they I think that's why the euphoria didn't come because I hadn't completed the process of Oh, I hadn't really thought about the placenta being part of the euphoria. Because, yeah. I mean, I, both times I do remember, you know, after the horror of the birth, you steal yourself with the placenta. And I must say, I found that a piece of piss. Yeah. By comparison. Exactly. So maybe there was a bit of euphoria, like that was easy. Yeah. But it's also, I think that that is, your body doesn't release the hormones until that's gone, until that's out. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, and then then because, so that, (laughs) this is all so graphic. So they they kept, yeah, my body kept in the placenta. So I spent like an hour and a half like blowing things and trying to get, so there's all sorts of things you do to to make the placenta come out and it wouldn't come out. So I'd given birth, but I hadn't finished the process. And so then they were like, now we have to give you essentially a C-section for the placenta. So then I'm being rushed down the stairs in the UCH. And by this time, I'm like completely naked because I had been changing just when I gave birth. I'd been changing. And so I was naked when I gave birth. And then I had just like this arterial blood all over me from the... That's really attractive. Like really, just amazing. Like it looked like a horror movie. And then, and so I was being, and I said, I had my, and I had to kept, they kept trying to make the baby suck me to to make the placenta come out because apparently that's one of the best ways oh, to make yes, the placenta. Yes, yeah. it is, and to help your uterus contract. To contract and everything. and everything. So, so I was just naked with blood everywhere, with my tits out, and then I was being, and I got. And I got sort of wheeled through the hospital with everyone sort of turning around to stare at me as I went through this sort of naked and then and into the the surgical room. And then they couldn't get, this is all so dry, and they couldn't get a line in me. They couldn't get a line. Probably drained of any kind of fluid by that point. Yeah, so they just couldn't find it. So they kept stabbing me. So they did like seven trying to get a line in me and they couldn't get a line to give me the, 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 what's it called? Anaesthetic. And so I said to the doctor, the doctor came in and I was like, do I really need the anaesthetic? What are you going to do? I think you do need the anaesthetic would be my guess. They said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put my arm inside you and I'm going to pull out the placenta. And I went, "Okay, just do it. Just do it. What? What? Because by that time I was so like, I need to wrest some power back. Do you know what I mean? Like I'd been so... This is what we're doing. We're going here and you're being pushed along here and blow and blow on the thing and do the thing. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. So I was like, just just do it. Just put, Hang just on, your, put your, your version in. of resting some power was to have some bloke put his arm up you. Yeah. And so, wrench like a cow. So he did, so he gets his arm up me. So it's like without no anesthetic. And no anesthetic. And they go, the the, the midwife's going, she's tolerating pain quite well. But by the time you've given birth, you've just given birth. So it's so painful anyway. So you're just uh, like, I guess, but I'm how still... much worse can it be than the baby coming out as an arm going up? Like, how much worse? It's still an all... arm is it was about the si- same size as a baby. As though. a baby. So, so he put the... then while he had his arm up, me, <laughs> the his phone started ringing in his top <laughs> pocket. And he got the... Hang on, don't... He wanted to work. Could he not just wait? Wait. Well, it could have been important. It could have been someone else's emergency. So he got them to take the phone out of his pocket and put it to his ear. So there was this guy talking on the phone while he had his arm inside my vagina. Like all creatures great and small. Yeah, like proper all creatures great and small. (laughs) And I just started laughing hysterically, just laughing because it was so stupid. And then my placenta came away and and it, it just came out and everything was all right. So did he need his arm? Couldn't he have just made you laugh? Then he just made me, just tickled me. Could have just tickled me. And it <laughs> that would have been all, so much gentler. It would be fine. Yeah, so it was, but it was truly, like, properly horrific. There were, like, 12 people in there, and they're all trying to put lines in me and what to do or whatever, and then they they finished it all up. And then, and then this really young doctor came in and was just, I'm li- being sewn up, like, it was quite bad, and I'm being, <laughs> being not sewn ideal. up with this blood, every arterial blood over my face and over my breast and everything, you know, and the baby just be, and she came in, she was like, oh, hi, I just, I just really wanted to say 
that Peep Show got me through my finals. One day, could it be about me? One day. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's not about you. It's not about me. me. That's magnificent. But Rob was so cross, I thought he was going to hit her. So I had to sort of leap in and go, thank you for watching. Thank you for being a fan. Thank you so much. Like, Like, it wasn't even, like... Do you know, and then I looked like I was some weird person taking credit for his show, which was, and I was just like, I'm just doing this so that he doesn't punch you. <laughs> he's trying to, like, greet his child, you know, and, yeah, it was, sorry. I am okay. literally was- quite speechless. <laughs> I really don't know yeah. what to say. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a good moment. It wasn't a good moment. Peep show got me through oh, my finals. And she was really young and good looking as well. And I was like, oh, you with your arterial oh, blood God. over your face. <laughs> You've never looked more beautiful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, did you... <laughs> I now see why you didn't get the rush of euphoria yeah. when the placenta was delivered. But I think once I think once it was all... Once everything was out and everything was all fine and I, I felt okay, slowly began to feel okay. Yeah. But yeah. And when... To to kind of go to the more pleasant bit yeah. of the experience. When how long did you have to stay before you were allowed home? Um, it was only I think we only stayed a night, um, but Dory had a because of the her way the, the um, her what's it called? What's the, it called? The, the cord, the cord, cord. Yeah, had been wrapped around her neck. Sorry, I've actually I find it quite moving talking about it. I haven't really. Um, sorry. Because of the way the cord had been wrapped around her neck, she had a very weird grunting breath, so they didn't mm. know whether she was okay or not. So we stayed for a night, and then they sort of sent us home saying, just keep an eye on it, and if she if it does change in any way, she could be dying. So, you know, just take her straight well, to the that's hospital. Reassuring. It was so, so not reassuring. It was really difficult. And then the, there was a, it was a very young doctor I think who sort of came in and was listening to her and was going I think that that means that she she needs to stay in but my colleague said she can go home but so it was this sort of is she isn't she okay but I, I've been really worried about her breathing ever since so I sleep next to her and all sorts of things to and you know sorry. you worry about babies breathing yeah. anyway, anyway you're sort of checking yeah. them all the time but so sorry. I'm I'm intrigued. You haven't got to tell your bit now but you're going to do that this every time got to yeah, this. yeah. It'll, okay. it'll kind of seep in like amniotic fluid yeah. um, in every in every episode, <laughs> I figure. Um, but uh, what was I going to ask you? <laughs> which I'm, bit? Still, the one I'm still pulling the placenta oh, out by like a cow. Yeah. yeah. Which bit? Arm up to the bring, elbow. Bring, bring, Peep show got me through my arms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, what I was interested <laughs> in is the fact that they kept you in because of the baby and not because of you. Yeah. And I would have thought that after all of that, which sounds, you know, quite hardcore, that they would have, you know, wanted to... Yeah, but I hadn't had anaesthetic. So in some ways I would have avoided the really difficult bit, which is having the anaesthetic. The come down. Yeah, because that's what your body has to recover from, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. I mean, epidural, coming down from an epidural is horrible. At least I found it so because you're just itching constantly. Oh, really? Like the worst itching I've ever experienced. But I still think... You know, with all the patching up and healing that's yeah. required, like they wouldn't first time round, they wouldn't let me go for about four days because they wanted me to do a poo before I left. Fair and of course, enough. 
that's not what you feel like particularly. No. Um, so, in fact, there's a lot of women sort of tiptoeing around the wards, sort of hanging out by the toilets, waiting for the moment that they can do their poo and come out and say, I've done it! And all the midwives go, hooray! And then they sign you out. Oh. And that took... I mean, they, yeah, they kept me four days the first time around. So I thought Maybe I, I just pooed really early and it was all fine. And it was all fine, yeah. I don't remember that. I don't remember maybe any discussion. Care. Yeah. I do remember, like, not knowing what to do with Dory, which just kept crying the first night because she was very disturbed by the birth. It had been really, mm. really shocking for her. Well, they must pick up on your feeling about it as well. So if you're exhausted and maddened and yeah. stressed, then they must be able to sense that. Well, I think it's also having been nearly throttled to death suddenly from being in a nice, yeah, calm bath and then being nearly It's not ideal. And having a whole load of light on you, you'd probably be quite upset, wouldn't you? Like... Well, and also, I guess, being at home is more yeah, restful. It is. You know, so I wanted to get her home as soon as possible to just chill. I speak, everyone wants to get home as soon as possible, don't they? Yeah, I don't know. You know, yeah. nobody enjoys being yeah. in hospital. And it's so loud, isn't it? Like, it's so noisy and hot. And, hot and, there's no, and there's weird air conditioning units going. And you think, why don't they just design stuff so that the windows open rather than, you know, it's... And you're usually in a ward with, like, three or four other women who were taking it in turns to cry as emotions hit them. <laughs> I remember the first night Aww. with my first son, I, I cried and then the woman, and then I stopped, and then the woman at the next bed cried and we went out like, around like a clock face. Um, so it's not the sort of most cheering environment to be in, I don't That's think. That's weird. Nice I never cried. I never, I didn't cry. I didn't, find, I didn't cry. Really? <laughs> I went really... Like I went to boarding school, and I think I went really stiff upper lip. I went really stiff upper lip on the entire experience. <laughs> well, you'd done the whole thing without pain relief, so, yeah. You so know, I was a bit like carry yeah, on, but I'm always like right, okay, yep. What are you doing? Yep, pull it out. Yep, no problem. <laughs> so I get really, I, I get when <laughs> kind of physical pain situations. I get quite, I get quite army. Yeah, I'm starting to yeah. think that you might be slightly superhuman. I'm not. I'm, it's not a good thing. It's a very bad thing because I cut off from all of my emotions, and I'm not good at then. And then you're meant you need your emotions to mother, and they catch up eventually. Yeah, and you need you need to be able to cry and to be able to look after children to mother. I think to and be able to communicate emotions to to children to be a good mother in this. But I think probably like being sort of like a weird eight-year-old boy, which is what I essentially <laughs> am, isn't necessarily the best sort of I don't know, you'll, you'll be passing stuff. on some stoicism. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be like, children. don't worry about it, it's all fine. <laughs> just. I think you probably had some very good qualities for that birth, given what you just told me. Do that? Do I make myself sound like a hero? Yeah. Is that, oh, good. You definitely can't hear you and good. the cab driver and the who cab driver, very kindly yeah. took you to the hospital. Yeah, come he out was as heroes. Good. He um, was lovely. So, in conclusion, oh, okay. I would like to know if you could go back in time mm. to the person you were before you'd experienced birth and give yourself a piece of advice. What would that piece of advice be? Do you think? It's so difficult, isn't it? I'm going to do a really long answer to this. That's fine. Um, when I had the... Before I had my first, I read this piece online by a soldier who had been shot in Afghanistan. And she said that it was really painful. It was nearly as painful as her first birth. Yeah. Okay. 
And that was actually incredibly useful for me to read because my own mum's always said, oh, don't worry, it's, it's a sensation, it's a sensation, it's not a pain. And so having someone say, it is agony, was actually a very useful thing to know ahead of time. And if I'd realised that it's meant to hurt that much, I think I might have borne it better in the first one. I think I bore it quite well in the second one because I knew how much it was going to hurt. Mm-hmm. But in the first one, I think I, I think it would be really nice if someone had said, this is going to be an unthinkable agony. And, and so you need to be prepared to have your entire life changed and your expectation of what pain is, mm. is will change because you will survive something which you think is unsurvivable. And then, because I remember that the first birth, I just kept thinking, no one can live through this. Yeah. And then... I think that's known as the transition phase. (laughs) Exactly. Don't worry, it's just transition. That's all it is. It's all it is. It's the bit bit where you think you're going to die. It's normal. (laughs) And then, so I I sort of wish um, someone had taken taken me through that a bit more clearly so that I would have given in to it. Mm-hmm. I didn't give in to it. The first birth, I just didn't give in to the pain. And you have to give in to it in order to go through it. Well, I guess it comes back down to that sense that you feel that there's a tendency to feel like you failed if you haven't enjoyed it, if you hadn't felt empowered by the whole experience. And it's being allowed to say it's pretty horrible and yeah. you're allowed not to enjoy it. Yes, but also that it's okay to be... Um, I I kept fighting pain because I thought pain was the enemy. That it was bad. That it was bad. But in fact, some pain is good and should be embraced. And if I'd embraced it quicker, I might have had the baby quicker, might have had less pain. That's how I feel about it. But I'm not criticising anybody who doesn't embrace the pain. Well, you know, embrace the pain sounds like a metaphor for life or at least life (laughs) on Earth right now. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I think that's a rather beautiful conclusion. Um, Thank you very much. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to take all those birth lessons that I get in every episode and I'm going to write them on a little piece of paper. I'm going to put them in a little jar and I'm going to take that jar and I'm going to smash it and I'm going to burn the contents because we all do things our own way and that is how it should be. Yay! Thanks for listening. I'll be back next week with another One Torn Every Minute. My mate bought a toaster. We go through celebrities' Amazon purchase histories so you don't have to. Keep calm and love Dom Jolly novelty keyring. Yeah, fridge magnets. Yeah, I love that. The G spot. <laughs> the good vibrations, guys. Green dot laser sight rifle gun scope. I bought that quite a lot of times. I think. Right, okay. The sex doctor's guide to keeping it hot. Ah, oh, interesting. Did another child come along nine months later? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of great apps up now and new ones dropping every Monday. That's My Mate Bought a Toaster from Great Big Al. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.